I use complementary methods and techniques uh, to support the natural function of the body and the skin. What for? To eliminate toxins, maintain balance, rejuvenate, promote uh, youth. Lymphatic drainage massage is to uh, simply, I would say, it's to detoxify. So it's a cleansing mechanism. It will prevent from infection, disease. It plays really a key role in your immune system. Then I remove the energy with sage and I put a good energy with intentions because I also work with the intentions, you know, asking the universe to put the good energy into the stone and into me. Is that there is a change in the mindset, which I love. And especially after 35, I would admit. What can you apply that's more natural and it's not going to harm your body uh, and your skin? Hi, I'm Laure Sejean, a former HR director turned into a pro makeup artist and a beauty editor. In this podcast, I want to share another way of looking at beauty from the outside and from the inside, from people who create beauty trends to people who help us feel better within our body from sharing my experience with some beauty products to digging into new ingredients. Welcome to Beauty S'il vous plaît. Today, I'm having Laetitia Martins, founder of Atelier LM. She believes in celebrating every woman's beauty and guiding them on embracing a natural approach to caring for their body, face, mind, and emotions through the Renata Franca method and Guasha facials. We'll explain you everything, but you know, what are those methods during this episode? With Atelier LM, she created a concept that offers alternative to the beauty and wellness industry to help women adopt healthier choices when it comes to their well-being. Her mission is to take, is to make a real and positive impact in women's lifestyle, wellness and mindset. Her goal is to bring awareness on how important self-care routines are through alternative wellness and holistic rituals. I've had the um, the opportunity and the chance to myself experience uh, a facial treatment with Guasha, with Leticia, and I must say that I felt in heaven, I felt in another world, um, the atmosphere, how she manipulating uh, Guasha and the energy as well that I felt from Guasha. Um, so Leticia, thank you so much for being with us today, uh, taking the time. Um, so indeed I did, you know, um, an introduction about what you were doing. Um, and we'll talk more into depth. Uh, about what you do, but how would you describe yourself? Uh, hi, Laure, and thank you so much for this uh, great uh, introduction. <laughs> you made my day, actually. <laughs> so my name is Laetitia, the second uh, French here. <laughs> uh, so I'm French, living in Dubai for uh, more than six years now. And I will describe myself as a simply a holistic uh, beauty and wellness practitioner. 
as well as an entrepreneur uh, since uh, I recently created my um, company called Atelier LM two years ago. So I'm an entrepreneur, uh, but also <laughs> I had a life before, uh, former brand and communication director, actually. So I spent, uh, I would say, 15 years <laughs> developing and leading uh, brand transformation projects for big companies in France and also in the, in the Middle East. And actually in 2020, the pandemic happens and during the lockdown, I decided to completely reinvent uh, myself, which was not an easy thing to do. And I pursued a career as an entrepreneur. So I had a clear purpose in mind, definitely. And I wanted to create a holistic wellness uh, concept to really simply and efficiently take care of women and support them on their wellness journey, because this um, holistic approach and wellness journey really um, changed completely my life. So I wanted to have this impact on, on other um, women's life. Um, I've always been an advocate of what I call the alternative wellness and how important it is to have um, self-care routines. So I initially wanted to democratize um, in the UAE this uh, lymphatic drainage method from Renata Franza. And the intention was to have as many women as possible to try it and then adopt it into their routine. Uh, I was really lucky because it was a success and um, I know I've been so fortunate to get so much interest and kindness and love from all these amazing women. Then it started to grow inside me more and more and I wanted to offer much more than that and diversified because holistic means body and face. So um, I diversified uh, my services um, into the facial massage area. I'm obsessed with facial rejuvenations, therapy, and how natural methods can actually um, immediately achieve results in fine lines, wrinkles, etc. So I decided to, again, um, take this path and um, being able to provide long-term positive shifts uh, in my client's health, but also state of mind is really uh, a joy, I would say. Uh, truly my biggest achievement and uh, that's why I love so much what I do um, and I'm so glad I made this decision two years ago to quit corporate, um, pursue this path and um, and this passion. So yeah, it's me. <laughs> so you said that at the time of the lockdown, you decided to change career, but what made you quit your job? Because I believe you know, you had a stable job. I'm not sure if you liked it or not, but I mean, to quit, you know, a job in the middle of the pandemic, you know, you need to be quite courageous um, because it was a time of uncertainty. So what made you decide to quit your job and to change and to, to become a facialist? Or how, how do you actually call what you're doing? Um, so I would just say... Um... I'm beauty and wellness uh, practitioner, or, or also say entrepreneur, or both. It depends. But um, I don't really usually stick to one uh, specific job. Like a facialist is very, very, uh, very specific. I think I just uh, for offer broader, you know, um, 
services. Um, so just practitioner and entrepreneur in the field of beauty and wellness. And uh, yes, so you need to be uh, brave, I believe, <laughs> or crazy, <laughs> but I think it's a mix of both. Uh, stable job, uh, salary, package, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I had it for sure. Um, to be honest, I was doing both at the same time at the beginning. Uh, so I started, I wanted to to see if I would also love it because having a passion and then really get, you know, you have the hands on it and uh, it, it's totally different. So um, I really loved it. And at some point you have something that takes over. So my my passion into this field was taking over clearly. And I loved my, my job. I was um, really in my entire career, I was just like going through each step one by one and it was not easy easy step every time you are fighting for a position to get another job and just climbing the ladder and i was like oh i love it so much corporate life is my life um so and at some point it's just taking you so much energy and i was also working um in a very male industry which is very different from what i'm doing now uh, so you really fight a lot and it's taking too much energy. So I didn't um, go through a burnout, for instance. I know many women, when they change career, they go through this phase. So I'm lucky I, I didn't have to go through this. Uh, it's just like one patient take, take over at some point and then you just decide to quit because you need to be also honest with yourself. And I, I, took, I took my chance and I was like, okay, let's see if I can really have this project more than a project and a really like a big thing or you know just to, to have a business um, and run a business it's also a big challenge when you are in a director role it's a lot of uh, leadership skills that you need and um, I was like okay I will still have those leadership skills just I'm transferring those skills into into me <laughs> and uh, my my own thing so um, yeah, and, and something else as well. I was single at the time, and I remember, well, single meaning not married. <laughs> and I remember people, uh, remember people around me, not really my friends, but at work, for instance, they were looking at me with big eyes, like, what? You are going to quit, but you are not you are not married. So meaning you don't have a you know someone who will be able will be able to to provide for you. So how you are going to do it? So it's um, also facing you know stereotypes and cliche about women who needs to have a man as a provider, and uh, it's your backup plan basically. So um, no, I I just had the faith, um, yeah, the faith, the hope, um, motivation, passion, and and savings, <laughs> and that's but it. <laughs> the savings are also an important part. But I quite admire you know, the fact that indeed, as you were saying, a lot of women, and I'm part of of them, they they quit the job, they change career, you know, after um, a burnout. And you made the decision um, in a full possession, you know, of your own decision. I mean, like, I'm not sure, like, how I can rephrase that, but um, yeah, you made the the choice where you were not in front of the world. It was just like 
yeah. to make that decision. Yeah. I had two options to stay in the corporate world, to quit. Uh, I was not obliged because of mental health issues. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I know. <laughs> so, just to go back to um, the two methods that you are practicing um, the Renata Franca method and the Guasha treatment. What is the connection between them? And can you explain what is the Renata Franca? And, and then we go probably more in depth regarding the Guasha as well. All right. Yeah. Um, so they have similarities and also points of differentiations. Um, before telling you the, co the connection, I think I need just to explain a bit more about the vision of holistic. So holistic is and can be a buzzword these days. So my vision of holistic, <laughs> at least, is about the integrative skin-based approach to skincare. And what it means, so it means that I use complementary methods and techniques uh, to support the natural function of the body and the skin. What for? To eliminate toxins, maintain balance, rejuvenate, promote uh, youth, vitality, etc. So it's all about the skin, what happens on it, under it. And I love to learn all these practices, so the natural methods, the alternative methods, and apply them on my treatments. Um, as I said earlier, I started uh, initially with only the Renata Franza uh, for the body and for the face. And then I developed more into new methods and gua sha and other beauty tools. So um, there are different techniques. And at the same time, they are also very similar because they work together. And uh, for me, these are the next generation of massage of fascias, when you are able to combine both techniques and treatments, so the massage, uh, the manual massage modalities with the beauty tools, you are able to really deliver the best treatments. Um, so the connection, they are both gentle techniques. Uh, please don't think that you are going to suffer. You don't need <laughs> to suffer. Uh, this no pain, no gain thing. Uh, it's it's done. It's over. <laughs> they are natural. Um, they are also non-invasive, uh, and they are super efficient, which is also uh, rare because having something that works on the first session, it's not something you can find easily. Uh, another similarity is that you move fluid and you move tensions away um, regarding if you use the, the, the hands or tools. So that's the primary objective is to remove blockage, remove stagnation. Um, then one is purely uh, manual. So the Renata Francaise massage, was only, it's only the, the manual technique, so it uses your hands. And the other one, the gua sha, is using tools. Uh, so Renata Franca is purely for lymphatic drainage. You can do lymphatic drainage with gua sha, but it's not the primary objective. So gua sha can, hold, can help promoting the flow of the lymphatic system. But the, the manual massage um, is the method that you will uh, help you um, stimulate your lymphatic system. Gua sha, I will 
well, you can use it for the body and, you know, at that time, uh, Chinese, and they still do, by the way, were using it uh, and passing down from generation to generation to heal um, bodies, uh, problems, concerns. So um, you can use on the body where you have like bigger gua sha. But I do use it for face uh, rituals. So on a pure aesthetic uh, point of view and on specific concerns, for instance, fine lines, wrinkles. So they do wonders. And um, for the body, I will go only with Renata Franza, so the, the lymphatic um, drainage. But on the face, to be honest, now I I use a natural technique of facelifting, so manual method, and I I combine uh, with the beauty tool. So I always personalize, craft. Each ritual is different because each woman is different. Each face, each it's each concern is different. So um, I'm always mixing and, and combining um, these techniques. To go back a bit you know, on how you, you get to that, how, how long did that take you like to get trained on both methods? I mean, I understand and I believe that for Renata Franza, there is a specific training to follow, but are there any trainings regarding the Gua Sha? Because you can find a lot of, you know, YouTube uh, videos yes. and tutorials and even on uh, Instagram or TikTok as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah. You have plenty of those. <laughs> and be careful, by the way, with those because you, you find everything. Um, so because I'm, I'm into it for quite some time, I research a lot, I read a lot. So I know the experts in, in, in that matter. Renata Franca is, as you say, it's kind of a trademark. So you need to go through the process and get the training uh, and the certification by a certain person. Um, Guasha, I did also training and I got certification by um, two different experts, um, one in uh, Switzerland and the other one, uh, she's American and she did a training um, in Paris, which for me was <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so um, it's not only, you know, the practice and the techniques. So because I'm, I love this, you know, ancient tradition, uh principles of chinese medicine and thai medicine i'm also learning a lot so it, you have the theory it's like uh, you know the lymphatic drainage when you go to a training you have the the theory part but it's it's kind of not small but you in in training you have a lot uh into the practice which is normal so then you need really uh to go by yourself uh, into this kind of theoretical academy. So you need to, to learn, you need to read. Um, it's personal homework. You can do it uh, or not, but when you want to go, I mean, when you want to do it professionally, it, it's really mandatory because you have so much to learn. Um, there is a lot of principles, philosophy, and even learning the anatomy in details. Um, so I, yeah, I went back to school <laughs> basically to do all of this. And there is, again, like, it's an evolving process. So I'm always learning. And I, I know in 2023, which training I will do, basically, I know I will go again to Switzerland for another training, for another technique. And I'll go to London because I know there is a, 
uh, a face massage that I would love to to learn. So you evolve the technique, you you evolve constantly um, what you do. You said that Renata, Renata Francais is more on the lymphatic uh, massage um, and Guasha was more to promote the flow, correct? Yeah, specific uh, lymphatic drainage area, but Guasha is also doing much more than promoting the flow of the lymphatic uh, drainage. Okay. Can you explain the difference between promoting the flow and working on the, on the drainage? Yeah, so um, lymphatic drainage massage, um, it's to uh, simply, I would say, it's to detoxify. So it's a cleansing mechanism. It will prevent from infection, disease. It plays really a key role in your immune system. So we need to regulate our uh, body fluids. And it's essential for keeping also the hormonal balance and overall well-being. So when the system doesn't work well, it means that the fluid is stagnant and you can also feel it. So you feel swollen, bloated, you will have puffy eyes, puffy face and skin inflammation like um, acne, rosacea. So stagnation of uh, the lymph flow has negative um, results on health and beauty. So you need something to uh, to improve your lymphatic system. And for this, you will have uh, to use what we call the LMD. So it's the manual lymphatic drainage. So it's a unidirectional manipulation. It's a massage that, move, uh, the, that moves the fluid out of your tissues into the lymph, um, what we call the lymph nodes. So for this, the massage is perfect. So you won't do gua sha uh, for it. It's not the primary objective. You will have to do the full manual massage. And um, it's your Renata Franca protocol. Of course, you have other protocols. And Renata Franca's protocol is based on the traditional one that was created by Dr. Vauder. So the base, the foundation is the same. And um, I want to say as well, uh, be careful when you go out there and you think you, you are doing a lymphatic drainage. Please ask also what's the technique, you know, because people can say, again, lymphatic drainage can be a buzzword these days. Also because Renata Fonsa is, is very famous now. So they will say, yeah, I do lymphatic drainage, but there is a flow and there is a way of moving fluids out. And it's either you, you do the traditional method, Dr. Vaudet, or you do Renata Fransal. But to be honest, apart from those two methods, you don't, you don't have uh, something in, in the market. So um, the objective of Renata Fransal is uh, to move the fluid um, out. And the fluid is what? So the fluid is the leaf, okay? And you have all sorts of things that need to be removed. Bacteria, viruses, toxins, stress, tension. People don't know that. People think that a lymphatic drainage is when you need it because you have water retention or you have problem of circulation or you are pregnant. Yes, of course, when you are when you are in these cases, you do it, but not only because it's it's so it should be part of the routine because 
the, the, the system doesn't function well naturally. It has no pumping system like the heart. So you need to stimulate um, and you, 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 yeah, you need to manipulate it manually so to, to have it work properly so as a summarize i hope uh, we're not losing people here but it collects and filters it drains it removes waste um it cleanses so basically that's why you have the lymphatic system in place it's your zero system <laughs> so it maintains your um, flow of fluid balance and it eliminates the waste production and excess of it, and you need to do it. But of course, you you, you have to do it manually uh, if, if you can uh, on a regular basis. But you can also help your system function better. So by drinking water, uh, if you can uh, drink uh, water like one point five liter at least per day, uh, keep the the body moving. So walking is perfect. Uh, everything that's you know in the water. Uh, swimming, uh, aqua gym, aqua bike, um, whatever. So when you do a drainage, you have the old cells that, that die, and you have, uh, and they are replaced by the young cells. And then your body is free from whatever no longer serves him. Okay, so it can function better. You feel lighter. You have a glowing skin. Your metabolism is boosted. Uh, as well as your uh, immune system, digestive system. You might not see it. Well, usually with Renata Fonsad method, you see it after one session, but you will definitely feel it. You will enjoy this new feeling sensation of just like feeling lighter. But yeah, it's really important to, to, to keep in mind that lymphatic, um, the lymphatic system needs to be stimulated and manipulated. You said that this method could help um, rosacea. Rosacea. So rosacea is uh, a skin condition. Usually, it goes where you have some redness onto your face, but it can also be on other parts of your body. This is what mm -hmm. I I heard from someone that I met uh, recently. Um, so how how would that impact rosacea? So now we go back more into the face area. Usually you notice the rosacea in your face. So those, uh, as you mentioned, skin concern condition is basically due to inflammation. So skin inflammation can be acne, or rosacea, or just like you know, a few spots, you feel stressed. Okay, you you have you have inflammation, and actually, it's a good point because inflammation is usually um, due uh, to uh, stress. So stress is the number one uh, cause of any inflammation, and sometimes you don't know you are stressed you don't feel it uh, but your body always <laughs> talks so you will you will see in your body on your face and um so when you do a drainage and on the rosacea part uh, what can actually help a lot is the gua sha because each gemstone has a healing property as well so combining both in this case is really interesting 
So you need to remove the stagnation and have the fluid moving. By remo removing the blockage, uh, you don't have stagnation anymore. So you have a better balance and a better harmony. So you will definitely see your skin health uh, improving. And um, yeah, so basically when you remove the toxin, the tensions, everything, the skin responds automatically. So you reduce um, the redness, you reduce the acne and everything. For rosacea, it's quite actually uh, deep. So you might also need to treat it, you know, from inside out, you might uh, need to take supplements. So it's not only like, you know, a drainage or a gua sha facial will help in that specific area, but it's go going definitely to help you improve the, the skin condition. But it's interesting because when you have a skin concern, um, you might need to treat it directly on what you feel. Um, you know, it's more like the end the end results why you always need to go back what's the cause of the inflammation and treat it so if it's the stress you need to relieve the stress release the stress etc so uh, it's like also the wrinkles so usually people come to me and you know i have so much wrinkles and what can i do but i cannot just go and directly work on the lifting and the sculpting i need to go back i need to remove the blockage the tensions to do the drainage um, also to remove the toxin. If you don't remove the toxin, uh, then you cannot reshape a face or even a body. Like even on the body side, when women sometimes come to me and you know I want to lose weight or um, I want to reshape uh, to reshape my my silhouette, I, I I hear it and I understand and I know they want this uh, really badly. But before that, they need a lymphatic drainage. So detoxify first. And then you do the sculpting, the firming, the lifting, whatever. Um, I had two questions and I can only remember one. Uh, <laughs> um, so I'm going to ask like a, a personal question, but you know, that is for a lot of women, I believe. So I have myself you know, some eye bags. Does it mean that? I believe it's genetic first because my mom has as well. Uh, it has, it caused, it is caused by lack of sleep, probably by, you know, the diet from time to time that I can see, like, you know, if I eat more sugar, I will have more eye bag. If I have a glass of wine or the day before, I would have like, you know, eye bags as well. Um, but is there any other reason? Is it something that you can um, treat as well? Um, I, but yeah, you can treat. Then, as you mentioned, uh, you have a certain condition. So you can always improve it. It's like cellulite. <laughs> Uh, spoil alert, you cannot remove it. <laughs> so uh, you, and that's my uh, that's my job, it's to help you feel better um, and try to, to get as close as possible as the best uh, skin of your life, basically. So you can, first you need to understand and know what are the reasons uh, for, for those, definitely. 
then when you know the reason, um, you, you have some tips. Uh, you can also do at home, uh, by the way. So again, you need to drain because it's stagnation. So of course you have a condition and it's, it's, it's the way it is. So some people has so some people have some don't and, and and that's life. So basically you need to stimulate the eye area with a drainage. Um, so you need to, to pump on, on the internal um, side of your eye. People cannot see me, but I'm doing it right now. <laughs> so you just pump and then you go from the external eye external eye side from the internal side and not the opposite because usually when we put for instance the eye cream we tend to go from the corn from the edge uh, to to the to the hairline um, but try to to promote uh, the fluid um, and the flow to move really and from external to internal so just by doing this you will see that the color will start changing so it it will go from purple <laughs> to less purple so just by doing it um you 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 remove the, the stagnation um you can definitely uh, use gua sha and i will uh, encourage you to use the the rose quartz uh, gemstone a very nice, beautiful stone. I use it actually in my facial treatments for um, the eye contour. And the cold uh, of the stone will help also, you know, release. It's good for firming as well. So just try to, to work around. And if you are scared of doing the wrong move, just do a circle. So you you, you are sure you, you are... <laughs> You are doing it right at some point. <laughs> you you do a big circle and you clockwise and clockwise and and that's it because you will drain and you will lift at the same time. So it's perfect. And you also just play a bit with your with your gosha stone. Uh, drink a lot of water as well. Uh, so water is the number one uh, anti aging and. Uh, <laughs> um also skin concept problem so it's the number one you you can you can do it um and yeah that's it of course it's healthy but you don't need me to to tell you that um i mean i do also you know some i'm using gua sha on my clients you know to uh, to lift you know their their face um and it's always a time for them to relax as well um, so I love using gua sha on them and under like the eyes on the jawline, uh, cheek side and um, uh, and on the forehead uh, uh, as well. So in in the gua sha uh, treatment, what are the stones that you're using, and what are the purpose of each stones? Because I, I felt when I came to uh, to have the experience you now with you is I felt each stone, each stone, were giving me a different energy. Um, some of them were there to relax or to soothe. Um, I don't know. I felt something, but yeah. Yes. Uh... That's great, actually. If you felt, if you felt it, that's the the, the whole point, and that's the, the purpose. Um, you have different um, different tools, so I I have a variety of those tools, and um, each one of them has 
healing properties. Uh, because Gua Sha, um, as I mentioned earlier in the ancient uh, traditions, um, it was meant to heal. So that's the number one objective. Now we use it in the facial aesthetics to, to achieve much more. Um, but each one of them achieve precise um, benefits. And I use the power um, and the energy of each gemstone. Uh, for a specific purpose, so not only the skin concern, but also how the the woman uh, feels. So um, I feel like I'm a little uh, witch, and I have <laughs> I'm playing around with stones. And um, so I, I use, for instance, the comb, uh, which is a heavy comb that I'm not going to to use it on. <laughs> on a daily basis uh, to, to brush your hair. But the one I have is in uh, jade. Uh, it's a very nice uh, light green color. So for me and my uh, practice, I use it for head scalp. It's good also to release tension, uh, to prevent uh, to prevent a headache, also promote, promote hair growth. Um, and it stimulates energy points. So. That's why also you can feel really relaxed. Um, by the way, jade is also very good uh, if you have acne. Uh, it's it's a purifying stone. So if you want to buy a stone and you have acne, I will go with jade. Uh, use the shape you, you, you want, but really jade is good for you. Then I have one uh, tool, more professional one. Um, it's called uh, the nephrit stone. Uh, this one is a very dark green color. It stimulates also the, the lymphatic uh, system, the drainage, uh, but I use it mostly to remove tension, um, and for sculpting techniques to brighten the skin um, because it's so good for mature, mature, mature skin. So if you have deep uh, wrinkles, fine lines, I'm using it a lot, uh, different angles. It's perfect to grab the wrinkle and move it. Uh, then uh, I have a spoon in rose quartz. Uh, this is the Stone of Beauty Rose Quartz. I love it. Uh, it's great for self-love, self-confidence. Um, it gives you a sense of well-being. As I said earlier, you can use it if, if it's um, a spoon or not. Huh? A spoon is it's very specific, so you're not going to have a range of 10, 10 uh, uh, stones like me. But in my case, it's perfect um, to sculpt on the jaw uh, line area, I love it. Uh, it's smooth as well, uh, it's perfect on the eye control. And there is a little edge at the end I can use for acupressure, it's perfect. And then I have mushrooms, I have two of them and I use it at the same time. It's also rose uh, quartz. Uh, it's soft, it's gentle. You can use it warm as well to remove tension. Uh, it has firming properties. Uh, I love to use it for sculpting as well, um, and in my case, I use it at the end. Uh, you can also use it at the beginning just to awaken the, the muscles. Uh, I have one very interesting, uh, very different, kind of a weird color, but I like it. It's shades of yellow, orange, <laughs> brown. It's the Mokai Jasper, so it's not very common. But it's very, it's a very interesting gemstone. 
so it's going to boost your self-esteem, uh, helps uh, build a deeper connection with your uh, spirit, it manages your emotions. So it brings you a stability. I, I use it a lot. Um, perfect for skin radiance, um, rejuvenating properties. Very interesting uh, on, on that. And I use it as a sculpting tool. It has a, a small angle. And well, for me, in my, my case, my tool has tiny angles and it's perfect for the wrinkles around the lips, uh, also the, the eye. And it's great to restore uh, tissues. Then there is uh, there is one kind of um, famous gemstone, which is amethyst. A very relaxing, uh, it brings harmony. I love to use it at the beginning if I see that the, the, the person will be very stressed. Uh, it promotes collagen as well and smooth fine lines um, and wrinkles. I have two of the, the of them in flat um, flat tool and I use it also at the same time and kind of I play around in the neck area, the face. Um, yeah, so I think that that's it for the for the crystals <laughs> that I have. I've been discovering crystals only a few months ago um, through a friend, and and I must say that I have some bracelets. Uh, one mm. is amethyst, and the other one is black lava. Um, as you were saying, like amethyst, no, is uh, to promote harmony. Uh, uh, emotion, emotional balance uh, as well. And when I entered your studio, on the on the table you had placed one amethyst pyramid, and I believe it was some rose quartz uh, yeah. stone crystal. And exactly. and and you feel you know when you enter the studio you feel this. Um, Calmness, um, this harmony, like in the in the room, and uh, and I felt immediately at is just comfortable. And when I saw the crystal, I was like, oh yes, I'm super happy because I love crystals. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting during the session as well. So not only. Um, with the the connection on the face but also um having them on the on the bed is just part of the journey usually the woman she's going somewhere else <laughs> during the session she travels <laughs> to time and space so it's just part of the journey it, and it's also very sensorial because you have the you have the smell you have the touch uh, and you have also the yeah the energy of the of the stone, and I, I take care of those stones of in for for this purpose to make sure that they they are being used properly and they are giving uh, the best uh, the best healing and energy properties um, for the clients. So that's an interesting thing because your crystals or stones are touching different faces during the day, several times a day, uh, different type of energy as well in terms of, you know, person that is uh, on the table. So how how do you do to maintain the fact that they will themselves, you know, restore to give the best of themselves to each of your clients? 
So yeah, you and you have this responsibility when you work um, with the body, the face, the mind, the emotions, so the energy, basically. And you need to respect um, the healing principles um, and the traditional techniques. So you need to respect the Chinese and Thai medicine when depending on which tool you use. So, um, yeah, I feel like it's my responsibility for sure. And, and also for me, I need to have this level of energy because I'm, I'm the canal. So I have the stone and I pass it. Uh, so your energy comes to me and then the stone. So it's a triangle. So I need to put you in a space so that you don't have the negative energy. I need to be in that space area. So. I clean myself <laughs> with, uh, so you have the soul, you have the, the Palo Santo, and I do it for, for my stones as well, my tools. So after each client, I clean the space uh, and I have the sage with me the, the, in, the, in the space as well. I uh, clean the stone, but nothing harm, uh, harmful. So I have a very gentle um, soap mineral water that's it then i remove the energy with sage and i put a good energy with intentions because i also work with the intentions um you know asking the universe uh, to put the good energy into the stone and into me and then uh clear and positive energy with the the palo santo and yeah, that's it. That's why also sometimes when you enter the room, you feel, you know, the you feel, you, you smell it. Uh, you have all this uh, different smell coming. It's because I'm, I'm doing my thing I'm, and I'm cleaning <laughs> and I'm cleaning everything. And then um, once a month, uh, you, put, uh, you put the stone outside. If you have stones uh, at home, uh, clean with the energy of the, of the moon. Uh, you put it outside and it's just a perfect way to recharge the stone as well. So it's simple, not very complicated to do it, but you need to be uh, consistent and really do it every time. So it, it takes a bit of time. <laughs> so when you saging your stones, I mean, you mean that you doing like around around yeah. them? So for each you of them, purify, yeah. you purify them with the the, the smoke of uh, the sage and the palo santo. Uh, so I take them uh, one by one. Um, you need to be careful though, because some some stones um, they are not taking uh, properly, or it's not made for them to take the 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 soja or the palo santo. So I also put them to make sure, uh, you know. Um, that it's not uh, harming them. I put them in um, in a huge crystal. So I just put them on, on top of a white crystal and the white crystal is neutral. So it's just cleaning all the stones. Um, so I won't necessarily take one by one because it can be harmful for the stone sometimes. So just from far or, you know, at the end of the day, I would just put them in the, in the crystal and thank them back and it's a purifying um, and cleansing process so interesting 
And that is true. So, uh, sorry, just to mention, because I think also gua sha can be a buzzword and you can find gua sha everywhere and even the stone. So if you use a crystal uh, as protection as you do, you know, um, or in a bracelet or just the, spo- the, the stone itself and you put, for instance, in, in your bed or your office desk, um, make sure that it's ethically sourced because you have stone and stone. <laughs> so to make sure that the stone has the the energy and the healing properties you need to check where it has been um, sourced of course i at some point i wanted so before i got those in a in a holistic uh, center um i wanted to buy some and i asked my friend lauren lauren uh, uh, O'Connell, the, the beauty editor of, uh, of Cosmo that I had on the podcast as well. She's very much into crystals, into intentions as well, uh, into purifying. And um, when I have a question around that, you know, I'm, she's my go-to person. And I asked them, I asked her, okay, so last time when I was in Dragon Mart, for those living in Dubai, it's a huge place where you have a lot of um, items coming from China. And other part of the of the world, and I told you, look, last time you know, I there was this um, this store where you had a lot of stones, different shapes uh, and different you know, stones and crystals. And I, I told her, can I buy you know from there? And she, I would never buy there because you don't know where they sourced uh, them and what happened to them. And I've never really realized the fact that it was so important to know where they were coming from, um, were they sourced by children or not. You know, these kind of things, uh, I would say, or because I even don't know how they are sourced, to be honest. Obviously, you know, it's coming from um, from the ground, from the from, from earth. Um, but yeah, so where would you advise uh, to, to buy crystals? Um, so in Dubai, you have a few places, uh, that you can trust. Um, usually they do it well when you, when you go to your studio and you buy, um, you buy, you can buy some products there. So usually you can trust, but just by asking the question, you will know, (laughs) Uh, where did you source uh, where it's coming from uh, you will know if they don't know <laughs> then don't buy <laughs> but um, I will usually try to go to the specialized stores so motion trading is one there is plenty in Dubai there is a few it's the one I have in mind but you know that it's uh, it's their job so they are passionate about it um, they source uh, they source it wisely uh, and uh, for gua sha, yeah, definitely don't buy your gua sha uh, at uh, you know um, Dragon Mart. Definitely, I will avoid. Uh, don't buy either on Amazon because you can find good ones, but you never know. It's just a huge market, so I won't go there. Try to um, to to buy uh, yeah on trusted uh, trusted brands definitely. Um, how so 
to go back to saging, you know, the the, the room. Um, so saging is to purify and to remove any negative energy in a room. And yes. the Santo is to attract good energy or can explain. Exactly for the good uh, the good energy to set intention. You can also do with sage if you have one of these two. Uh, it's also good. Uh, in my case, I, I use both, and I also love the scent, the smell of uh, of the Palo Santo. Sage can be quite strong, <laughs> but it's funny because when I have someone coming, or I sense there is like a negative energy or something so i will i will sage the, the room and then i can also sage the person if it's really intense and you can you can see sometimes the smoke is too strong it's it's almost burning <laughs> so it means that it really attracts the excess of you know, negativity the more you have smoke the more you need to clean and by the way you can also clean your house and stuff uh, with it huh? it's not only about the the stones it's also um cleaning you can you you can do a room cleansing as well. Uh, you can do a meditation and at the same time cleansing um, cleansing the room because you have people coming. You have yeah, it's just like you know, people can have those bad energy without even noticing them, and then you feel so much better afterwards when you when you clean uh, the energy around you. You notice the change. You you feel much better. Regarding the smoke, I was talking to Joe, my husband, about it because he knows that you know I'm a big fan of saging, you know, the house. <laughs> Sometimes when it happens, you know, he tries not to he tries not to be here. Because <laughs> indeed, like the, the smell can be quite strong. Um yeah. but um if if you burn the sage like all over, obviously it's going to come like more smoke will come. So it's a yeah. matter of maybe, you know, about what you were saying that, you know, if the, if the person or the room has a lot of negative energy, it would diffuse more smoke. Than... Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's not necessarily linked to the way you, you, you know, you do it. Um, I, I believe, um, because I, I always do it the same way. And I don't have I don't have the same the same smoke as well. So I, I think well then you know I believe in, in those things. So for me it's clear that when I sense something, it's got the smoke will be will will be higher and bigger, definitely. Mm, mm. It's so interesting. I mean the room cleansing, the intentions, um uh, also recharging the stones. During the summer, I think it was the the last full moon in August. Uh, it was around, like I believe, the thirteenth or fourteenth of August. I was in the south of France, and it was full moon. So I told you, okay, let's put our bracelet and our stones outside, you know, for the night uh, to recharge them. And I felt the next morning when I put them back on my arm and then when I was like uh, just holding them in my in my hands I felt some heaviness mm. um, so I'm not sure if this is what you know people 
should feel or not, but I felt that you know there were there were more there was more energy into yeah, you it are than before. You are connected to it, um, and you you did it with the intention of cleansing it. So definitely, when you take it back, you have the full power, the full energy of the stone, and um, you are aware of those things. So you can feel it. I'm not saying everybody can because you also need to have this level of you know um, awareness, and you need to also believe in the power of to, of the stones. But um, that's why, as well, I have some uh, clients they can yeah, they can feel sometimes specific um, sensation, or they can even like go somewhere. So they have the eyes closed, and they can just be you know traveling <laughs> somewhere uh, with the with these uh, properties with them. So they they are just like accompanying the the, the clients in their journey and. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a beautiful journey. So I use the stones as well every day, and at the end for me in my evening ritual, it's more like to relax. And I have this intention of really releasing the tension from the day and everything. So I will be focusing also on on that. So before using a stone or putting a stone, in, you know, as a bracelet or even choosing a stone. Just set the intention. What are you looking for? And then you will definitely pick the right stone. It will come uh, directly to you. You will know which one to choose. And uh, yeah, it will just be your perfect um, partner. <laughs> do you so? Do you use your stone or do you meditate every evening? Or like because you were saying, like you know, during your evening rituals, you were. Mm, touching your stones or your crystals yeah for me uh, the, my evening ritual is more like when I do my cleansing things like that so I do my auto massage I do my yeah it's my self care I would say self care um, ritual I will use uh, I will use the, the gua sha uh, on my face so to really relax and also, um, of course, uh, I'm an advocate for those uh, techniques, so I'm definitely doing it myself. And I do it um, every night, almost almost every night. And um, two or three times a week, I would say, I will do meditation and sophrology. Uh, I love sophrology. I've been doing it for uh, the past few years and uh, I, I like to to do it as well so of course it's part of the of the process as well um so find your own thing your own method but it's good to to have uh you know um to have something more towards the emotion bringing harmony and balance um, especially at the end of the day or if you feel stress or a certain level of stress uh, it's so good to rely on something you can just like whoosh, breathe and relax. For me, it's gua sha, but uh, it can be uh, it can be anything for you. <laughs> can you explain a bit more what is sophrology for people that are not aware of it? And even me, I'm not sure that I know exactly what's the concept of sophrology. Yeah, it's. Um, it's not as known as uh, meditation, no? so I will summarize it as an active uh, meditation process. 
So meditation, you close eyes, you you are still, I mean, you don't move. Uh, sophology during the session, it's usually 15, 20 minutes. You can, so you are in this very similar state of mind, but you can also move some part of your body so it's more active. Uh, there is a, some work of projection as well. Um, but uh, yeah, usually you you move something. Um, so you need to be seated or standing. It's not something you, you will do uh, just before sleeping while you are lying down in your bed. Um, and I love, yeah, I love it. Uh, for me, it, I think it also helped me in a way making a lot of decisions, uh, being more confident. Um, yeah, it's, it's a relaxation state, but so much more. <laughs> um, we, we talked before about, uh, uh, lymphatic massage and uh, lymphs as well. Um, can you tell us a bit more what are the lymphs? The lymphs. Um, I know we have so many in our body that I was not aware of. Um, I probably know where I could find some of them, like the main ones. But yeah, what what are lymphs? Because we talked about the fact that you know they're here. They were um, uh, detaining some uh, uh, toxins, and this is why we had to do some massage to release the toxin um, and to promote the fluid, you know, within our body. Um, yeah. So we have actually uh, lymph nodes, and we have several lymph nodes, but the lymph uh, it's a fluid, so we don't have several. Fluids. It's just one fluid that we have through our body. Uh, and as you mentioned, uh, inside you have the good nutrients and you have, you know, so we filter into the nodes and we keep the good, we remove the waste um, and the excess. So the leaf nodes, uh, they are our filters basically. There are more than 500, uh, right? So <laughs> I'm not going to list them. <laughs> but I, thought, I, I, I had in mind something like more than 20, but not 500. <laughs> yeah, the nodes. But then you, they are kind of regrouped together and they have, and they, we have in some areas specifically. So you have different nodes and then it, it sort, of, sort of regroups in one area. Um so you have uh, behind the knee, the ankle. Um, you have uh, also, on if you work on the drainage in your face, you have a very good one here in the clavicle. You have a space. Uh, so just by pumping, pressing it, you open the node. And then when you want to do the drainage, so you always go downwards. So you will go from your behind the ear. So behind the ears as well, it's a very good uh, area where you have uh, the lymph nodes. So you you activate and then you go down into your um, nodes uh, in the clavicle areas. Then uh, you have also around the nose, uh, you have also on the corner of your eyes. Yeah, you, you have um, different areas, but you have 
kind of a lot you have hundreds of, of nodes so um, it's a big yeah, of course it's a big system and it's part of the the immune system so it's kind of a very important one and uh, the leaf supplies the necessary nutrients for our body development so without those nutrients <laughs> you are in a very uh, bad <laughs> position. <laughs> so the leaf system is the origin of life, kind of. Uh, your youth, life and death <laughs> depend on the leaf renewal. So that's why it's so important to renew, um, renew those, uh, those uh, cells uh, through the liquid, yeah. Yeah, so I... Um... I'm just making the connection now, you know, with what we eat goes to our liver, what our liver is releasing. And I believe part of it, you know, would go to the lymph. And therefore, the toxins are being uh, held in the lymph as well. That, you know, indeed, when we're doing the massage, this is where it's being um, released, all the toxins. And this is, I believe, where we need to eat a lot of water to release those toxins. Yeah, exactly. It's not only um, the massage. Uh, so when you do the drainage, it goes to this pumping uh, area on the nodes, and then you need to to flush out. To flush out, you need water. Uh, so you need to drink water, but also you need to pay attention to to what you eat. So basically, anything that can cause uh, inflammation. Um, will create more stagnation of fluid. So salty, sugary, and fat, basically sugar, salt, and fat are the three. And uh, of course, it's the good stuff. <laughs> Broccoli is fine, but uh, <laughs> chocolate, not so much. <laughs> so uh, pay attention to what you eat. Uh, of course, it's a balance, so don't go to the extreme, but pay attention to, to your level of water because it will help on a day-to-day -day basis to have this uh, lymphatic system uh, functions uh, properly. And you notice, if you pay attention to your body, you will notice when you have excess of water in your uh, body. So if you feel uh, swollen, blotted, etc., it means that the system is not functioning properly. Then you have also people with conditions where you have people with a very weak system. So they will suffer from, you know, the heavy legs, they will have strong edemas. Um, so it's, it's also another, you know, level and uh, these people need to be aware of, of this and need to be aware that you can get help uh, definitely and you can improve this condition with lymphatic uh, drainage massage. Do we have the same number of lymph nodes in women and men? Yeah, definitely. The system is, uh, is the same. It's just that where you have the difference, I will say, is the the impact. Um, so the, the system is not functioning properly or it's less functioning or it's less efficient for us women. Of course, 
everything is, you know, different for us. And uh, the reason mostly is also because we have what we call the nice hormones. <laughs> so um, it doesn't help really. So you will have lots of uh, water retention more on the woman's side than the men's side. And um, the hormonal imbalance is more on the woman's side than the man's side. That's the that's only different. You have very good results on um, lymphatic drainage for for men definitely, and it works a lot for the the one who are doing a lot of sports uh, because you remove a lot, you know, the toxin, the water, uh, everything. So then they feel lighter and they can also improve their performance. So I know at certain level of of uh, you know uh, sports, uh, men are doing lymphatic drainage. Yeah. Um. You touch base about hormones and what is the impact of the lymph on hormones, if you know? Um, yes, so at, at my level, I will be able to answer. <laughs> then you have really strong imbalance, I mean, hormonal imbalance, and you have hormonal issues. Uh, please go and see a doctor <laughs> because I'm not a doctor. <laughs> But what I can tell you and the impact on drainage and, uh, and hormones is that we have many states of changes. Um, so those states of changes are usually hormone-driven in our cycle. So you have the acne, you have the fun of pregnancy, and then our um, body continue, continue to change with each decade. So at 40, at 50, at 60, you can feel a change um, in your skin, in your metabolism. And those changes usually are hormonal. So it's fine. It's a totally normal process. It's a cycle and totally fine. But we also know that we can have hormones imbalance. And hormone, the hormonal balance is necessary to avoid also health issues. So to have this hormonal balance, lymphatic drainage is so important, especially when you reach certain cycles. So when you are pregnant or when you reach that, um, that kind of state of change, so you feel like you are going into the next level. So you are reaching 40s, you are around your 50s, you feel the change. So the lymphatic drainage in this period of change and this cycle is so important because a healthy lymphatic system allows the free flow of progesterone in a woman's body. It balances the estrogen level. So yes, if the system uh, malfunctions, then you are losing this hormonal balance. So try to do it um, quite often when you feel this change. Uh, even once a month, it's, it's really good. It, it's going to, to help and balance uh, the level of hormones. Okay. Um, so what what is the best time? Uh, I can't in... hear you anymore. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Ah, yes. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> it happens sometimes. Um, so for a woman in her cycle, when is the best time to do a lymphatic massage? I would say anytime. You can avoid the, the period. Um, have your period and usually you have kind of an intense 
uh, flow, I would avoid at the beginning if it's your first session, for instance, because it can increase the flow and then it will create incomfort. So not great. But otherwise, there is no good timing or bad timing. Mm -hmm. I would just um, uh, avoid that moment if you have really like painful or uh, if you have a intense flow. Uh, but just don't do drainage if you are taking um, uh, antibiotics, uh, anti-inflammatory. Your body at this uh, moment is focusing on fighting something uh, and lymphatic drainage can be quite strong and intense especially the first uh, first session because your body is working a lot and is not used to so we need to let the body focus on fighting something else and then after the treatment actually is very good when you are taking a lot of uh, antibiotics or anti-inflammatory um, and you are taking a lot of meds when you stop the treatment it's actually good to do uh, lymphatic drainage to remove the toxins uh, everything that's staying in your body you don't want to have you don't want to, to keep it um, so when it's when it's done try to, to do some sessions to remove the, the toxins um, we probably have uh, some women uh, listening to, to the podcast, you know, traveling quite a lot, being super busy, um, and traveling, you know, can cause as well, you know, some uh, inflammation, some water retention. So um, when you come back from traveling, you know, do you need would you recommend to come and see you straight after the day after or a few days after? What's the what what when yeah when yeah. when when would you recommend you know for women traveling a lot coming back you know to come and see you? The best uh, the best moment I would say when first it's when you can because when you are busy uh, it's not uh, that uh, easy that simple. But before traveling can be very good. Um, then definitely, if you need to prioritize, I would say when you when you come back because you had the, the trip. Uh, also, when you travel, you don't you are not easily into your routine, so you don't really eat or exercise um, as you used to when you were at home. So you definitely feel a bit heavy. So I would say. It can be anytime, you know, the day after, two days after. Usually the day after is, is really where you still feel a lot of, you know, incomfort, I would say. So definitely a lymphatic drainage will help. And you are making sure as well that if you had, you know, more food or drinks or anything, so these things doesn't don't stay in your uh, body. So you remove them, you, you flush out. <laughs> quite quickly so i would recommend uh, yeah the day after two days after is, it's it's good one or two days after okay um so you have your clientele a woman and you do only women at the moment what yes. is the profile of women coming to see you i mean do you see do you see a lot of working women do you see a lot of um uh, stay at home or women or moms or entrepreneurs working from home uh, as well. I have 
all of them, <laughs> which is great. So I have the busy, uh, I have the busy mom. I have the 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 busy mom slash uh, business woman entrepreneur. Um, I have around thirty, around forty. I even have sixty and plus years old. So. What I see is that there is a change in the mindset, which I love. Um, now, and especially after 35, I would admit, not so much before. So there, it's, it's a journey. It's a process. Um, so around yeah, 30, 35, it starts building. So you are looking for natural methods, um, how you can... Uh, live better, live healthier, and what can you apply that's more natural and it's not going to harm your body uh, and your skin. So, um, yeah, I think there is a shift and women can see that uh, they need to also apply some changes and work on more towards natural approach, uh, prevention, um, and, and I love it. And also during my session, I work a lot uh, with my clients, which is something that I love actually. Not so much on the on the face rituals because you need to focus on you know relaxing and stuff. So we don't really talk when it's the the face. Um, but yeah, so by by just by talking, you know, they are discovering new also new ways um, of um, doing a self care routine new ways of taking care of themselves, their face, their body. And uh, they are so curious um, and so willing to really change uh, completely the, the, the way they are doing things for the, for the better. Um, so a lot of women that, uh, a lot of women who work, who don't uh, work. And um, it's not for a certain type of women. I also have women um, who have conditions and uh, I would say problems and concerns, but I also have um, women who know, you know, uh, who know how important it is to take care of themselves and see this as a prevention um, rather than, you know, waiting, then there is uh, an issue and then, okay, let's try to, to fix it. And all of them, they know how important it is to have a routine. So all of them, uh, really, I'm lucky to have uh, loyal clients. Um, they have this into a rhythm. So it's part of their routine, uh, regardless it's weekly or monthly, they know how uh, important it is to be consistent when you uh, when you are into this alternative and natural approach, and it, it's it's the name of the game, consistency. <laughs> yeah, I think with everything, I can I can see that you know even in in my job, like in in terms of of using skincare uh, products, is you would see results only if you are um, applying some same product for I would say one to two months or three usually it is where you can really see like some results um indeed no I quite agree with you I talking about myself I think I started looking after my skin only when I was around my 
like 35, mid 30s. Um, because before, like, you know, in the twenties, now you're young, you still have fresh skin, you have plenty of energy, you don't really have time because you have for some a career to build, then you get married, you get children. So like, you have too many things in your, in your mind to look after yourself. Um, and then indeed, like, you know, aging is there. So, uh, it's probably around like, you know, 35 when, you start to have a bit more time for yourself. Or at least I can only talk you know, about, about myself, where I realized that I had to look after myself, um, where I took more time. Sorry. You see it as well as an investment. Definitely, you are yeah. For yourself, uh, when you are younger, it's, it's not so much a priority. Yeah, that's true. Until you reach your 35 and you start like seeing the fine lines, getting there, staying there, and say like, I need to do something. <laughs> yeah, it's also a state of, of mind because when you are younger, well, I talk for myself, but and that's how I did, I did my shift as well. I was more into, you know, body perfection. It was more about, uh, I need to be beautiful and perfect at all costs. And I was trying all those awful methods, very painful. And then you have bruises and it's expensive and it doesn't work. It's just awful. And then you shift more into acceptance. So it's more like, okay, I'm going to live with this body. It's not perfect. How I can make it better in my own way. Same for the face. Um, and instead of looking for, you know, uh, perfection, 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 you just see uh, how beautiful you are just naturally. And you are trying to have um, an alternative and holistic approach where you take care of the body, the face and your mind as well. So you, you change your mind and uh, your mindset. <laughs> um, talking about accepting you know, our ourselves, and also being linked to to what you do. Um, do you have some of your clients that do Botox and come to see you at the same time? Uh, yes. So, of course, I'm advocating, you know, natural approach. And, yeah, you. I'm not doing injection. But at the same time, I understand um, women who... Who wants to do it? I have uh, clients who decided to, you know, <laughs> try it, and I have clients who who came after also doing it. And yeah, this would be my recommendation. So definitely, before jumping into it, try to see if the natural approach is good for you, and you are happy with it, and you have good results. But still, if you want to do it or if you've done it and you want to continue doing it, it's fine. Just try to combine with um, massage, um, whatever it's manual massage or with gua sha or anything. Just because one side is kind of uh, freezing your muscles and your cells. Okay. So Botox uh, does. And the other side, on the other hand, someone, a movement is trying to work differently. So the approach is very different. We are trying to stimulate the muscle. Um, and um, by stimulating those muscles, we actually produce collagen. 
collagen, wrinkles. <laughs> so we are working together here on the same objective. So um, I would say, uh, of, of course, one is easier and faster, Botox. <laughs> <laughs> one takes a bit more time so it depends if you have time or not but it, regardless if you do Botox try to also stimulate this area but you just need to wait a couple of weeks uh, after the injection um, just to make sure that you can, you can also do Botox less regularly and you age more naturally what I'm trying to achieve is for you to get a healthier skin so you work on the uh, long term change if you do a couple of sessions of botox hundreds injections you will have to do it more regularly and then it's going to be hard for you to stop and if you stop dramatically because you decide oh no i don't want to do it anymore you will see your face your face will age really dramatically and you 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 will be shocked so if you can, do both. <laughs> you will age also more naturally and you will have a healthier skin. Mm -hmm. I'm asking you this because I mean, I'm doing Botox and we talked about it. Uh, I'm not doing like, you know, that much. Um, but uh, yeah, obviously, you know, not on all, on my whole face because otherwise I wouldn't be able like, to move properly. <laughs> um, but I'm sure that there are women that are also wondering, you know, do they want to stop Botox no, or not? And what's going to be the impact? On, and how can they work you know, differently? Uh, not anti-aging, but just aging like in a in a better, better. way. Mm. Better way. Yeah. And there is an alternative for you. So don't think that oh you are you are stuck. Oh, I have wrinkles and I have no other option than than Botox. So first you have you have the option of continuing for sure but you also have the option of you know trying uh, testing something else and um definitely you you will be amazed by the results this is for sure yeah for all the the women listening to us today um living in dubai or in any other super busy uh city high speed life um what what are the daily rituals that you would recommend to do? Um, so I would say first, uh, keep it simple. <laughs> Second, keep it consistent. So keep it simple means uh, you have a simple routine. I know there is this thing about layering, but for me, uh, simplicity <laughs> is key. So you do a double cleansing at night. Uh, you start with, a, for instance, uh, a milky or oily texture. You massage it, you rinse, then you have a natural soap, for instance. Then you can, eventually, you can apply a serum and then your cream. But that's it. <laughs> then in the morning, you can also uh, wash it, but just uh, moisturize your face because it's, your number one AT engine product uh, as well as what drinking water uh, don't forget your spf especially in dubai um, spf uh, so sun protection um, sunscreen on your face every day so spf in the morning even if you don't go uh, you know the beach uh, you want to tan and everything no it's just protecting you 
um, against you know the the sun damage, the dark spots, the hyperpigmentation. So that's it. And then try to uh, so do not skip the cleansing and the SPF. I would say. And then if you can, skincare is self-care. Um, so I would recommend for you to do an auto-massage. Try to do it when you have time. It can be the morning ritual, the evening ritual. Try to allocate like three, five minutes. Um, it can be while you apply your uh, your serum or your, your cream. Try just to massage it. Uh, the more you stimulate the muscle, the more you boost, you know, the, the collagen. You can also relax your face, the tension and everything. So, and it's just like a mid-time moment. It's it's great. So that would be my, my well, it's my routine. So it's the one I recommend. <laughs> Um, since since you you're you're there as well to to help women you know to uh, to wind down, um, wh what would you recommend you know for women that are feeling extreme stress or anxiety? Yeah, and it's a big thing actually, uh, especially uh, these days. And um, yes, yeah, some... so, sorry, do you feel a lot of your clients you know? feeling extremely stressed or having some anxiety more than before? Um, yes. And at the same time, I started during COVID. So I started where I think people were really stressed. But also people are going back to a busy life. Now we kind of go back to normal. You do a lot of business trip. You go back to the office. So it can be it can be stressful. I can see definitely it's not um, the same state of mind uh, for my for my clients um, so this can definitely uh, can cause stress and your if you don't feel stressed your body will tell you you are stressed so pay attention to, to those signals and if you want to get a, a healthy skin you need to relax the tension the stress remove the waste the stagnation again blockage means stagnation means inflammation so if you are stressed you will have inflammation, pain, acne, etc. So you need to relax first to make sure that then you are able to restore, to repair, to rejuvenate uh, the skin. So my recommendation when you feel a high level of stress or you think it's building up, you need to connect again to yourself to just by breathing, Big inhale, big exhale sometimes is just what you need to center yourself. I use uh, sophrology, meditation, but for you it can be, you know, anything to sabotage your brain because we tend to focus on the negative. It's so easy. It's easier to focus on the negative things and a negative thought can build to another one, another one, and then you create a whole story and a whole movie in your brain. So you need to stop when it's coming. You just like, okay, let it pass. It's a cloud. And then just go back to your life. But then I have a nice also mantra that I repeat uh, to myself to help on the kind of emotional side and to make sure... I have a message I tell my, to myself to release the tension and uh, to focus on the positive. I usually say it in French, but I'm, I'm sure the, the English version will work. So I said and I repeat how it can be better. So you, you have it as a question mark and it's 
forcing yourself and your brand to focus on what's the positive around you. And don't forget the best is yet to come. So what what other best thing can come today? So how it can be better, how I can feel better. So you also put the intention to the universe that, okay, I'm waiting for the, the good stuff here. So give me, give me your best. And really it works. So I repeat it. Like it can be like 10, 15 times in a row, several, uh, several times during the day. And actually it's the person I do sophrology with who told me this and she's always using it. So, okay. To put in the context, she lives in Paris and uh, it's very difficult to find a parking spot in Paris. So she's driving and while she's driving, she's saying, okay, how can be better? How can be better? And bam, she, she's telling me every time it works, she finds a parking spot. Okay. In Dubai, easy. You, you find parking easily. But um, yeah, it's funny how, you know, it's the, also the law of attraction and it's always working your, your way, your side. So trust, uh, trust yourself and trust uh, also the universe or anything, uh, God, uh, anything, anything you want. Yeah. First, I love the technique not to find the parking slot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. this next time um but but to be to be more serious i mean that's true that when you start having a more positive approach to life to event or you know what can happen to you um you're working on a mind shift and and it makes so much difference into how you can live your life i've been practicing it's not like positivity, uh, but because, yeah, you know, you cannot be like positive, like all the time, you know, I mean, you have some days like you don't feel well, some days that are really like awful. Um, but at the, at the end, you know, I, I try to see, okay, what ha have I learned from it? Um, yeah, I think, I think this is how, you know, I'm trying to, to see the positive things, you know, in each things even though it's not working out like the way that I would like. Um, but it's changing like so much, so much. Yeah, it's a process and you need a training to be happy. It's not, uh, we are born more to to focus on, on the on the negative uh, aspect of our life because it's so difficult uh, to, to be happy. You need to, again, you need consistency. Um, you need to find your own practice. Um, yeah, and, and for me, uh, yeah, it's meditation, sophrology. You can just like go and walk, massage. You know, sometimes people are more um, relating to this connection and the connecting tissue. I would say, um, so you can also release the tension with with the massage, uh, whatever is manual, or with the with washa, with stones, with whatever. Um, but you need to find your own uh, way and your your own practice and do it um, consistently mm. we're getting to the end of the episode but uh, before i'm releasing you um I, I wanted to share with the audience if you're okay on how to use a gua sha i'm sure that a lot of us you know maybe they have bought a gua sha but they don't know how to use it or maybe a friend you know offered them a gua sha but again it's just stay like in the corner um can you tell us and i know that you know um the listeners will not be able to see you 
but if you can give them like maybe like tips on on how they should use it um because i believe that some areas you cannot do like you know back and forth and yeah a few tips you know, would be amazing yes um so i'll try to be to be uh, i mean uh, very explicit without the visuals uh so first the the stone you have is very <clears throat> important so try to uh, use an easy uh, tool I, I have very complex tools um, with me because it's more for the professionals, but try to find more flat tool um, with an angle that's kind of a heart shape. This one is perfect. Um, then it's easy when you do the motion and you respect the flow. So you need to um, make sure you are not randomly doing it. So you need to keep it, so your, your tool, you need to keep it uh, flat all the time or 45 degree angle depending on which area you are working on because flat sometimes can be difficult so 45 degree angle never uh, never lose the connection so you always have your your hand or your I mean your finger you anchor you really uh, take the tissue with you and on the opposite side you glide the stone so flat or 45 uh, degree try not to you know randomly okay you stop and then you 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 take again the skin and you go back so try to do the line for some to draw line you will really do it from your lip to your ear and do not lose the connection um you can so if you have this heart shaped stone you can place the heart shape uh, side of your tool on the center of your chin um, and then you gently slide upwards your ear and then you do the parallel line, basically. It's very simple. You can also use on the draw area the, the bigger uh, angle of the, of the stone. Uh, then once you are into the ear area, you uh, go down to your neck and we go back to the leaf nodes that we have in the clavicle. So this movement, when you go, you know, um, from the lips to your um, ear and then going down, it's perfect for drainage. And don't forget, you always start with drainage before doing um, lifting movements. So you drain and then you can also drain from the forehead. Then you go on the side, you go from uh, your ears and you go down again. So once it's drained, you can do the lifting. So, for instance, the lifting on the forehead, you will take uh, the, the the wave of your the, so the large angle of your stone, and you will always um, you know anchor your skin, and you will go um, upward this time. So, for lifting, you go upward. Okay, so you you go from your um, eyebrows to your hairline, basically. So it's very easy, but don't forget the flat, the stone, the, the tool is flat. Okay. And then you should go downwards again to your clavicle. So it should be really like three minutes at home should be three minutes maximum. And always going from the center to the outside and yeah. always like one way. Exactly. Then, if you feel tensions, especially on the on the on the contour of your face, then you could you could. It takes a bit of you know agility and maybe better to try to remove the tension with a professional. But if you see like you know it's kind of 
you can scratch it a bit. Uh, if you feel it's cracking, you know, it means that there is tension. So insist a bit so you can, you know, pass it a bit on and insist more. But in your case at home, you just want to do the drainage. So I would avoid trying to remove the tension. But if you have a specific stone to remove the tension, so it can be like a comb, um, you can just like brush it. If you feel you have a tension at home, you brush or you do like unward, uh, upward movement and you do it, you know, like this, like this one, you wish all. And then, uh, yeah, this is how you remove tension there. Okay. Okay, great. Thank you so much for those tips. Sure. <laughs> um, do you do you have any any skincare or beauty routine? I understand that you know in the evening for you to wind down, you know, you have your own rituals. Um, but are you using any specific product, or maybe you have one beauty product that you cannot live without? Uh, it sounds very original, but I never go, <laughs> even when I travel, I never travel without my gua sha. So, um, yeah, definitely. But also, um, any moisturizer, you need to moisturize your skin. Uh, so if you need to pick one product, uh, it's definitely uh, a cleanser and a moisturizer, uh, but my product is is really the gua sha because for me it's just it's just amazing so it's not so much about the product but it's the manipulation the massage uh, that that works really uh, by the way to use a gua sha it's better to apply oil on your face yeah true we didn't say that before so yeah it has to be uh, a rich cream uh, or yeah oil something that stays a bit uh, in your skin doesn't need to be super oily but you need to to glide the, the stone so yeah you, you need um, a balm it can even be a balm oil uh, or cream yeah. okay yeah. Do uh, on a dry skin, on dry skin because it's going to to be red quickly <laughs> it's not going to be a nice moment <laughs> I must say as well that um, when you did the, the gua sha on me, uh, my skin didn't get red. Um, and this is what surprised me as well in a, in a positive way that you didn't apply high pressure on my face. It was like super gentle. And still at the end, I could see the glow. I could see that my face was lifted. I felt... Uh, just my whole face really relaxed. So to get a result with the gua sha, you don't have to apply a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's gentle pressure, especially when you do lymphatic drainage and same for the body. So the, the system is at the, the surface of the skin, so you don't need to go deep. You And the, the, the skin on the face is super, you know, light um, and thin. So... You don't need to aggress your skin. Uh, you will become red for sure. You can also be red um, with gua sha because gua sha, gua sha means also, you know, um, removing the she. You need to, to scratch to remove the, the disease, the she, the bad energy. Um, and sometimes the skin can react and become red. It means that something it's you know coming out and needs to come out, uh, but then after two days it it's fine, uh, it disappears. 
but the pressure is super gentle. You can go a bit deeper on fine line wrinkles or tension if you feel a tension. But otherwise, it's light to medium pressure. Okay. Leticia, where do you get your inspiration from? So, as I said, the introduction, this is how also I had the idea of, you know, doing uh, more face massage and diversifying what I'm doing. So, on a daily basis, my clients, uh, they really inspire me because we talk a lot. I sense their need, their concern. Uh, yeah, and I want to do what I'm doing next also for them to make sure I provide the best service and experience possible. Um, then when it comes to, you know, concepts, uh, brand experience on the overall manner, because I'm also a brand director and always be a brand director. <laughs> so I like to, you know, uh, benchmark and, and discovering new concepts. So I'll, I'll check, you know, the new places in, in France. Uh, when I travel as well, I try to, um, you know, go to, to those new co new concepts about wellness, um, about beauty. So anything specific, I'm just curious, you know, about all those new brands um, that um, are emerging. <laughs> and, and what's next for you? And so like Leticia, Latelier LM, what, what you do, your activity? Lot of things what I can share for now is uh, so holistic all the way I will um, I will have also my my e-shop where you can find the products uh, I work with so in, in a few months and also it was inspired by some some of my clients and also the question you asked me like what are the products what can I use so when you have this level of trust and, and confidence with your clients, then uh, I think the next level is also, you know, to to be able to offer trusted brands and trusted trusted products, and also diversifying again and again. I have a new service that uh, will come in in twenty three about face, uh, about massage, but something very different, very original. But I cannot tell <laughs> fully. But it's going to, again, work on, on rejuvenation of the skin and it's going to be new because uh, I like implementing things that don't really exist or not fully. So I was uh, the, the first uh, in, in Renata Franca in, in the UAE or one of the first, but the first French for sure. And uh, in facial massage, uh, gua sha as well. So on the next one, I hope it's going to be something new that my clients will love to do as well. Sounds super exciting. I can't, uh, I can't wait to be 2023. <laughs> I also. <laughs> <laughs> um, who, who would you like to, um, uh, to hear on this podcast or... Who could you think as a next guest that that you know? Um, wow, so many. Uh, it's actually interesting because a few weeks ago, I connect I connected again with um, 
with someone I know. Her name is uh, Federica Cibriani. And oh, she's a very good friend of mine. Really? So yes. funny. So at that time when I was in branding, I was so obsessed with beauty and wellness and stuff. So I wanted to work at Shalou. That was okay. my and I <laughs> I had this um, job opportunity so I went through all the rounds of you know uh, interviews and stuff and it was with Federica and at the end uh, she took someone else because uh, I didn't have you know this industry uh, experience which I do now <laughs> But uh, and then we connected again um, the year after where she's she was uh, also offering a job, and then I was into my corporate job at the time and I was happy, so I was like, No, it's fine, too late. <laughs> then she left and she came back, um, and she found me also by chance, well, it's never by chance, but she she's now into also. Um, you know, working with women and transformation uh, in a specific cycle of their life. So I was, uh, I was discovering this one. Actually, I met her last week or two weeks ago for a coffee, and we connected again because she found me, and she she was like, "Oh my gosh, she's doing this now! <laughs> I need to connect with her." So yeah, we connected again, and I was I was like, "Life is so funny." <laughs> so I have her on top of my. Uh, of my uh, mind now because she's doing something very interesting about uh, perimenopause actually yeah so i think a topic so midlife uh, menopause premenopause and yeah definitely i mean we um uh she, she's on my she's on my list uh, ah. and we and yeah we, we plan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we plan for her to uh to be a, a guest of uh of beauty s'il vous plaît um whenever she's back in dubai and uh she we i can see her i haven't seen her yet so the, you're luckier than me <laughs> <laughs> yeah she was i was think i saw her between two two trips i was uh, i was looking yeah yeah leticia where can we where can we find you can you tell us where is your studio located how can we contact you so I have a very hidden but cozy space. <laughs> and it's Jumeirah. a gem. It's a gem. It's a hidden but it's a gem. Yeah, it's hidden on purpose. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a very cozy space uh, in Jumeirah 3, so Dubai. Then on my Instagram, Atelier LM Wellness. Uh, I, I also have um, a website and you can find it on my Instagram page and my number, my WhatsApp number also on my Instagram page. I think it's the easiest uh, way um, to book a session, for instance, or just to ask me questions, anything. <laughs> Amazing. Leticia, um, thank you so much for your time today. I felt so lucky and privileged uh, to meet you a few weeks ago and to experience you know, with you uh, Gua Sha um, and to, to come to your studio. I, I, I left you a message, a voice note you know, after, um, after I left uh, your, your, your studio that I felt that you were um, a skin magician or a skin fairy uh, you were saying like you know a witch, but I think that all those you know are uh, 
they all mean the same that you know you bring good you know, to people and uh, and I feel like so comfortable so there's I've, I've already spoken about you and talked about uh, shared you know my experience you know with some friends and now I'm so happy that I'm be able to to share as well on on this platform on on my show uh what you do what you're bringing to women and uh and how amazing it was Thank you so much. And I was very touched by your message. And when I received the, you know, um, appreci appreciation uh, message uh, from uh, from yeah from women, uh, whatever it's for after a body office ritual, I'm I'm so happy and I'm like ah yes okay that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> so thank you so much and thank you for the opportunity of having me in your podcast. I love the this uh, discussion. And um, yeah, I can't wait to see you again and take care of your face. <laughs> yes, definitely. I mean, I'll come back before 2023, but now we know that 2023 is going to be like a busy with something new. So we can't wait to have you next year again and then to tell us, you know, what it was all about. Yeah, perfect. Let's do that then. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you so much, Leticia. And, um, and see you very soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode today. If you enjoy it, please rate it with five stars, leave a comment and share it with at least two of your friends. This will help the podcast to be more visible and high in the rank. I cannot wait to have you in my next episode to talk more about beauty. In the meantime, take care of yourself and remember, Be your own kind of beautiful.